Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today, uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every, everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. He'd say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon, but if you just aim for that first floor window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. The number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful, and I guess I'll call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me, so. I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. 
a lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It's, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms. But it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is. It's not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it and and, and, it, and it occurred to me, said, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And, you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that a cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand? Pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day, over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. To persist means to, to, to insist. The key word in, insist, in persist is insist. You must, you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the, the persist, I'm assuming, means it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it. 
you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at it, insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to hang in here. If if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Key word in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then Lord have mercy. Nothing helps you handle the three P's better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night, early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving. You got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. That just came to me today. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Today's show is dedicated to people who love cabbage. Huh? This is just for people who love cabbage. Mm, cabbage Whoever you are. Matter of fact, you don't even have to love it. If it's on your plate, you'll eat it. This is who the show is dedicated to. I don't know nobody love cabbage, but if it's on your plate, you'll eat it. But I don't know nobody to love it. I love it. Cabbage and rice. It's a good meal. It's a meal right there. Cabbage and rice. Yeah. Country. I have some country ass eating. That is good. <laughs> cabbage, <laughs> cabbage and rice. Now you're judging. Too, too much light stuff on the plate. Mm. Cabbage yeah, rice. You know, cabbage got too many light color leaves in it to be throwing <laughs> it next to some rice. Yeah. I had cabbage yesterday. I like it. Shirley Strawberry, how you doing? Love me some cabbage, the vegetable, and the money. Okay. All right, Shirley. Yeah. Oh, good wow. Good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. I love cabbage as well. Delicious morning, crew. Junior boy. Morning, aunt. I'm here. J. Anthony Brown. What a, what a, really? What a, yeah, really. Yeah, really. I love that. Morning, what, I'm here. That wasn't the giveaway. Everybody on the floor. Love. Why is y'all on y'all damn yeah, table? That wasn't the giveaway right there. <laughs> okay. All right. Tommy Tom. Oh, big dog, what it do, baby? Let me tell you yeah. something. Take that cabbage. Cut that cabbage in fours. Mm-hmm. Take you some strips of bacon and wrap it around each four 
of the cabbage and put that thing on the grill and let it smoke and you got some, Uncle. I'm trying to tell you, you got some. Hell no. That's some good eating. That's some good eating. <laughs> well, how some you going to do it? Some bacon round, some cabbage? Wrap it around that cabbage yeah. and let it smoke. Uh, get that. Mm, I promise eating. you, you're going to have a flavor out this world. Cabbage and bacon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> sound good, don't it? <laughs> it does sound good. That sounds like a restaurant. Hello, I ain't cabbage knocking bacon. it, Tommy. I ain't knocking it. <laughs> you know, like I've never been a big bacon man anyway, but uh-huh. I'm so I'm not knocking. Like I, I've never understood bacon on a burger. Never got that concept. What? Oh, do not <laughs> like. I don't want oh. bacon. You didn't do you, bacon did bacon and eggs when you were little? Yeah, but I, I I stopped that years ago. I ain't had oh. bacon and eggs in years. What about when they wrapped the bacon around the shrimp? I can't stand that. Why would you I'm take seafood and put some damn pork on <laughs> seafood? Oh I'm not understanding. Thing. What are we going He's for here? Okay, okay. I'm right. um, trying to be healthy, but not really. But you'll eat a pork butt like it ain't nothing. Boy. <laughs> some ribs. Yeah. Boy. What are we talking some about? Baby yeah, back. Boy. Yeah. Boy. Boy. But Delicious. I have told y'all Delicious. repeatedly. Rich. You never had that? What well, I've told y'all repeatedly. Once you put a slab of ribs over open flame, yeah. it loses all pork properties and becomes <laughs> a meat within itself called barbecue. Yes, it is. I got to agree with that. We'll be I right back. All right. Well, listen up. Uh, coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to have a little bit of a weekend review. We'll find out what the crew did over the weekend. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, time now for a weekend review. Let's find out what we did over the weekend. Steve, what did you do over this weekend? Well, I'm really good, man. I'm really, really good. You know, uh, what I did this weekend was uh, very private. Oh, okay. Uh, That's fun. Wasn't uh, anything. uh, My weekend didn't start until uh, yesterday, and all I've been doing is... uh, just packing, preparing to leave. So that's all I did. Uh, yeah. Where your rich preparing, ass going? <laughs> preparing to leave. Where your rich ass going? Let's just go on there. Come on, come on. Pack no. the raw baggage. No. Master no. Harvey's leaving. No. No, no, this for everybody. Just, okay. I'm just they they want to know what everybody did this weekend. It ain't just about me. What'd you do this weekend? All right. Me? I, I did um, the comedy club, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and ran into Junior and Jay, who also did. <laughs> we had no idea we was in the same city. They did the Township Auditorium. You all don't listen to each other. At all. Each other when y'all talk on the radio. Yeah, we were talking about (laughs) this all week. Had lunch and everything. Had lunch with George. I love me some George Wallace. You know that? George Wallace is a fool. He's still on stage. He's still on stage. (laughs) Right now, in the morning. Right now. But but listen, Steve, Jay is being a little modest here. We got to say congratulations to Jay. He received, Steve, the key to his hometown, Columbia, South Carolina. Yes, sir. He did. Yeah. He did. Jay but, Anthony yeah. Brown. But, Shirley, you weren't there for the ceremony. No. It was the worst key to the city ceremony <laughs> you nah. ever wanted to be a part of. Wow. Why do you wow. say that? Because wow. George Wallace and Jay couldn't talk, stop talking about each other. <laughs> 
Even during the ceremony? The they ceremonies. The dozens, the whole so time. was it after the show was over? No, it was before the show. Jay didn't want to go on stage and get the key because he said, they ain't seen me yet. That's not why I said. That's I what said you I, said, I, Jay. I said I was no. nervous. I, yeah, but that's well, true, we, though. You should yeah, have had, so, so, had the key to the city ceremony after the show was over. Wait, no, they had it before, uh, and they had it in Jay's dressing room. So oh, we all in the dressing room. Who, who, who going to see him get the key in the dressing room? Don't they worry don't, about that. About it doesn't matter. But <laughs> George Wallace George Wallace wanna... and James Brown started talking about each other's money. It was so much stuff they kept saying. What happened was I was uh, and Steve knows I'm very nervous before I go. On stage. No, you don't. I mean, Lord, it's like no, unbelievable. No, it's like truly unbelievable. So I didn't want to go out before and then have to go back out. And the ceremony should be done at the end of your show. It just That's right. Up the That's, true. That's true. Yeah, but I want to thank the mayor for giving me the key. I, I mean, I was very appreciative, but. I was so I was in the bathroom really when they were looking for me. I was <laughs> Hello. I don't we, I know we, it. We know that. <laughs> and he ain't in, the in there singing. Why he in the bathroom? He ain't in there singing. I am so nervous before I go on stage. It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, you are, Jay. I, 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 I've I don't never know what it is. I've never seen anything like this before. I, it's the yeah. worst. I was brilliant on stage. Oh, he's amazing on he's stage. Brilliant on stage. But before getting there, though, <laughs> oh, Lord. And I've seen him backstage. I, no, and so it's so different because I go to see Tommy. He's at the comedy club. He back there, you know, they cooking and making shrimp and barbecuing <laughs> in his room. <laughs> you know, they pressing his clothes up and everything, and, and he just relaxed. You know, he ain't even dressed or nothing. <laughs> They came in my uh-huh. and say, you wearing that? I'm like, no, man, I, ain't, I ain't put my clothes Jay, on yet. <laughs> George said that was a little key. What did you tell George about the key? Oh, George said that's the, he said that's the key. He said that's a very small key. And I said, well, that's the key to your mama's house. And then he said. <laughs> you said that in front of the mayor? The mayor. The mayor the standing right there. Y'all playing mamas in front of the mayor, though. The Honorable the Steve Benjamin, by the way. <laughs> Steve mayor Benjamin. Columbia. Thank you, Shirley. Very good man. Very good man. But it was a great weekend. So, Thank you guys for the key to the city. I went to see Tommy. Junior did good. George did good. Everybody had a good time. It was great. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Jay. Yeah, that's the point. Key alert. That is the point, Jay. Yeah, yeah, thank you. They're, 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 they're recording the whole time Jay's getting the key. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I did see it. I got a question for Steve, though. Because mm-hmm. Jay Anthony Brown has been your friend for... <laughs> you know what you think about the time. You. I'm leaving. I'm telling if you right now. <laughs> go ahead. Get your go, keys, sure. Go ahead. Jay has been my friend for a long... Yes. <laughs> for a very long time. I mean, you Longer give credit than... to Jay... Yes. For, you know, helping you get in the business, getting on stage, doing for comedy. For teaching me. Yes. So yeah. why do you think that Jay gets so nervous? I know, Tommy, you said it too. But Look, it's, everybody thinking? gets nervous. Some people handle it differently. Uh-huh. I'm extremely nervous before I go up. We just handle really? it differently. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, God. you telling me that, Steve. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, I, it's, it's mm-hmm. like crazy, man. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I get extremely nervous before I go up. We but just handled it different. Jay got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But yeah. do you guys understand how we're all surprised by that when you say that? Because yeah, you cannot shocked. tell on stage. You cannot tell. Well, That's you know, brilliant. Look, you know, you got to you got to get past it once you're out yeah. there. Yeah, it's the, yeah. it's the worst part. Is for me, it's the two hours before showtime. That's so grueling. That's the worst. Yeah. That two hours before showtime. Two hours. 
tripping. Just yeah. tripping out. Just like, I've learned to do music. Wow. Just listen to music. I learned to do that. I'm telling you, the worst show I've ever done in terms of nervousness was the Apollo, and Steve was hosting. I actually started to leave. I really did. <laughs> oh, don't. I started, I started to just oh, don't. go <laughs> catch, the, catch a cab and go back to the hotel. <laughs> I did a show with Jay Anthony Brown in, in New Orleans. And this my, I think this was my first time working with Jay, and, and I, I, I'm so excited because I'm working with Jay. And Jay said, man, they, man, they want me to do 20 minutes, man. They lost their damn mind, man. They, they ain't doing no damn 20 minutes, man. God, dog, man. Hey, look, Thomas, stand right here. I'm going to bring your ass right up, right, right up, man. I mean, the whole time. But he got me dying laughing, though. Oh, uh, that's my dog that's right there. It's the worst. Good weekend. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Mr. Steve Benjamin, for the key. Thank you. And thanks, everybody. For the, for the, the key show. in the locker room. Uh, coming up, it is Monday. You know that. So coming up next, Reverend Motown, Dick and Def Jam, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, Kanye West is at the top of the charts with his new album, Jesus is King. But right now, it is Monday. Reverend Motown, Dick and Def Jam are here with church complaints. Let's go. We, we, uh, is here. Yeah. Uh, for the umpteenth time. Yes. To capitulate. And derivate oh. on the concerns of a congregation. These here is, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is um complaints is what I'm saying. Yeah. So right. go ahead, Deacon. All right, Pastor. Let's get down to business here. We got an issue. The older church members uh, are saying we need to print new Bibles. Uh you know, uh, offer them some magnifying glass because they can't read the print on the old Bible. It's too small. Now, we've done the research, and uh, Kinko said if they print up some new Bibles for us, it's going to be 37,000 pages to get it in the font that the older people want it in. But that's going to cost us at least $1,000 a Bible. $1,000 a Bible. <laughs> if we print up 37,000 pages, yes, Pastor. And not only, maybe you just want to give them the Old Testament or just the New Testament. I don't know. Well, unless we're going to have that Bible up front and just open it for everyone to see, <laughs> there will be but one Bible mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that bigger print. The problem with our older congregationary members is not the ability to read but the quickness in finding where we are reading. Okay. And that is why I don't think the big print of a 37,000-page Bible, a 37-page Bible is 10 words on each page. Yeah, yeah, 37,000 pages. We're not not finna do the word like that. We're not finna stretch it that far. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. Uh, Pastor, our, uh, I know, I don't, I, you probably don't know we had this ministry, but our hot air balloon ministry went up Saturday with uh, four people on board and landed four states over and can't get back. They need money for propane fuel. Yeah, we uh, don't lay claim to hot air balloons that drift across state lines. 
As a matter of fact, once you leave the city, we are no longer res- responsible for you. I'm assuming you are going to another church and let that church pay your way back. I paid your way down. Oh, but but they are members mm. and they stranded, though, Pastor, That's what I'm saying. They well, really- uh, you know, some the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> All right. If he'd have wanted them here this Sunday, they'd have been here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Obviously, to me, it was his will. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Well, it, I guess we'll see yeah. them when we see yes, them whenever they get back over here. Uh, Brother Lester Riggins, who is missing one hand, got hired at the donut house. He puts the holes in the donuts with his nubs. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they love him immensely, Pastor. But now here's the problem. Brother Reefus, who is missing his foot, is upset because they won't hire him. Well, Brother Reefus need to calm down now. Uh we put a glove on the man who has lost his hand and he put a perfect holes in the donut. He does. They his wrist holes. comes to a perfect point. Mm-hmm. And it makes a perfectly circular hole. <laughs> uh, what you can't do is put your knee in the donut and expect for a hole to be there. Oh my gosh. The hole is too. We're not making donut uh, sheet cakes. These are regular sized donuts. I know. Yeah. He, he can't work there. Everybody gonna have everybody working around nobody foot with food. All right. You can put glove on a hand. You can't put glove on a foot. That's true. Now, that is true, Pastor. <laughs> a foot that glove. is true, Pastor. <laughs> That's called a sock. Ah, uh, Pastor, let's move right along here. We got an issue now. The white church members have asked uh, for us to not sit them next to uh, screaming black church members who be shouting. It's scaring the hell out of them, Pastor. So we're going to have to do something with these uh, when they sit these white members Next to the black members that are screaming and shouting and can on, it's it's scaring our Caucasian members. Right, right. I understand. Mm. Um, I'm with the white uh, membership on that one because they're scaring me too. Uh, I I I want to sit with the white people. Oh, uh, but I can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the white membership is going to have to get with the black. Holler back. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should start a holler back ministry then. Well, well, let's do an example right now. Uh, You holler as the black member, and I holler back as the white member. Let's begin. Oh, good God almighty. Oh, good God almighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, that sound like that word right there? <laughs> well, let's try one more, Pastor. Won't, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he perform it? Won't <laughs> he perform it? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not going to just go it. <laughs> won't he do it? Won't he do it? Oh, uh, the... White member just texted me and want to know who is Wony. Uh, Wony is, uh, we got to certainly have some problems here. Uh, never mind. Let's just move on. 
All right, mm-hmm. Pastor. Now buckle up, cause this one gonna throw you somewhere. Uh, R. Kelly has been calling the prison ministry asking if we can send three women and a piano. It's your call, Pastor. <laughs> Say that again. I missed. R. It. Kelly has been calling our prison ministry here at the school asking if we can send three women and a piano. It's gonna be your call on if we gonna try to help him out in that. Well, first of all, let's discuss. The three women that are coming will be 70. <laughs> now ask him, do he still want the three women? Because it's going to be Sister Pearlene, Sister Earlene, and Sister Darlene. Them is the Christian sister. That's right. Now ask him, do he want them to bring the keyboard? Let me know what he say. He probably ain't going to worry about the keyboard out there. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Last but not least, uh, our uh, the church has decided not to uh, uh, to not return the Kanye uh, West offering. The funds will be redirected to the pastor's <laughs> wardrobe ministry. Are you all right with this? Perfectly fine. All right. And uh, he's on our schedule, Pastor. Kanye is due to be here in three weeks here at the Jackpot Joint of Jerusalem. Wow. Him and his congregation. Coming up at the top of the hour. Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Entertainment Father. and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Kanye West's Jesus is King is his ninth studio album, which is now number one on the Billboard 200 charts. Congratulations. Kanye's Jesus is King tracks include Closed on Sunday, inspired by Chick-fil-A being closed on Sundays. Uh, Other songs include Use the Gospel, Jesus is Lord, and Water. And of course, uh, no, there is no profanity on this album. Kanye also held a spiritual concert Sunday at the Forum in L.A. where he, his choir, and even Kenny G. were in the building performing. Kenny G.? Yes. Wow. Also, check this out. Pastor Joel Osteen. Yeah, I heard about this. Pastor Joel Osteen has invited Kanye to Lakewood Church in Houston. That's right. Yeah, that's That's major right right there. It's a mega church. It welcomes as many as 50,000 people per week with an estimated 10 million people tuning in live uh, on live streams at home. According to People Magazine, Kanye wants to learn how other churches do things. He wants to spend time with other Christian leaders. He's open for tips and guidance. Kanye has an open invitation to Lakewood Church. God is doing something with this boy right now. Yeah, and we'll go really yeah, is. into his schedule. God yeah, doing is. something with him, man. He just, he's, he's a going changed with man. He really is. Music ministry. Hey, man. Don't talk mm-hmm. politics when you go to the church. Yeah, don't put that hat on no damn more. We good yeah. with you. Don't put that hat on. That's no. just me, though. That's just me. No, it's everybody. <laughs> no, it's all yeah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we mean that. <laughs> just sing the gospel song and that's call it a day. You know, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> music ministry. Doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, yeah, I think I think I, th- I think it's absolutely great what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I really do, really, really do. God don't work inside no box, man. It don't happen. It's different. No. Well, the problem with Christians is the one that's dogging him and mad at him and talking mm-hmm. about his politics and his religion. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, it's it's Republican Christians. Yeah. You know. D- 
the person can be a Republican and be a Christian. The person don't have to agree with you to be a Christian. Well, that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, you know, it's look, man, it's it's Christians in every walk and facet of life. It's it's Christians sitting in prison right now. Hmm. It's hmm. some really really good people sitting in prison. People 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 don't like to hear that. If they were so good, why they in prison? All right, slow down, partner. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> you ain't that great now. It's easy to throw rocks when you outside, ain't it? <laughs> A lot of good people make bad mistakes, and it just take one. That's all, man. You're absolutely yeah. right, Steve. I've made three. Yeah. What? Train? We're talking about his marriage. Way, is no, that's what way <laughs> more than three. I'm not going to let you say three. <laughs> Number low. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know, that's, where, that's where the Rockets used to play, that church. That's what, oh, that's yes. what, that, was, oh, that yeah, used to be the summit. Oh, like the forum mm-hmm. in yeah. L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where he was yesterday. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 10,000 yeah, on Sunday. Yes. 10,000 three services on Sunday. I mean, they got some people coming through there. Yeah. yeah. It'll be some people coming in there, man. Yeah. I love uh-huh. Joel Stein. You know what I like nice. about him? He ain't long. Oh, 30 minutes. That's it. I, 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 I watched his whole sermon yesterday, which is like going to be part Joe of my Osteen, closing remark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joel Osteen. Mm-hmm. Which is what I learned. Mm-hmm. I learned something from him so, so amazing that I learned from him. I'm, I'm gonna share with you mm-hmm. all for closing remarks. Okay. It really, really helped me. Yeah. And I'll, mm-hmm. you know, see if I can just show it to some people. Maybe maybe it'll help you. He don't beg you to right. get saved either. All right, Steve, let's, uh, let's go to news. It's time for today's <laughs> Ladies headlines. and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. And I have to start out with sad news. Last week, it was Elijah Cummings, now civil rights icon and longtime Congressman John Conyers has died of natural causes at age 90. Conyers had a long and illustrious career that spanned more than 50 years and 27 terms in office. 27. John Conyers, the son of a well-known labor lawyer in Detroit, compiled a near record legacy of civil rights activism, longevity and advocacy for the poor and the underprivileged. In fact, John Conyers had the sixth longest tenure in congressional history. One of the world's most wanted terrorists, ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. President Trump delivered the news. He died like a dog. He died like a coward. He didn't die a hero. He died a coward, crying, whimpering, screaming, and bringing three kids with him. The president says that uh, al-Baghdadi was killed during a top-secret U.S. military raid early Sunday morning in northwestern Syria. A couple in Alabama charged with capital murder and the death of a three-year-old little girl named Camille McKinney, whose nickname was Cupcake. Little Cupcake's body found in a dumpster 10 days after she was kidnapped from a birthday party. The medical examiner says little Cupcake was suffocated. Patrick Devon Stallworth and his girlfriend, Derek Isha uh, Brown, have both been charged uh, with kiddie porn-related charges and murder. Uh, they both claim innocence. Funeral services for little Camille were held yesterday. Meanwhile, the Stallworth family, the family of one of the suspects, uh, has issued a statement saying basically that things that Patrick Stallworth is alleged to have done no way reflects on who they are as a family. President Trump attended Game 5 of the World Series yesterday in Washington, D.C. Trump showed up shortly after the first inning and was introduced to the crowd after the third inning during the National Salute to Veterans. That's kind of a regular thing, a regular feature at Nats games. Uh, Anyway, as the next inning began, though, fans started shouting, 
lock him up, lock him up, lock him up, you know, much like Trump's MAGA followers chanted about Hillary Clinton when he ran against her for president. So they kept chanting, chanting Trump and the first lady, however, sat in a Washington suite well above the crowd, joined by several Republican lawmakers. Meanwhile, Chicago police superintendent Eddie Johnson says he is standing firm on his decision to opt out of attending the speech that President Trump is scheduled to deliver in Chicago later on today. It's going to be at the meeting of the International Association of Chiefs of Police. Superintendent Johnson says it's a personal choice. He doesn't line up with his with his city's core, he says, core values along with his personal values, and that his offices, though, are free to attend if they wish. Finally, the pre-Halloween weekend box office, it was a photo finish between Mistress of Evil and the Joker, but the Joker won. I used to think that my life was a tragedy, but now I realize it's a comedy. Joker brought in $18.9 million in its fourth week. Mrs. of Evil, $18.5. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so yesterday, President Trump announced the world's most wanted man, ISIS leader Abu Bakr uh, al-Baghdadi, was killed in a raid conducted by U.S. Special Forces. Take a listen, guys. Last night, the United States brought the world's number one terrorist leader to justice, Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. House Democrats are angry that President Trump didn't tell anyone in the Democratic leadership, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of California, Senate Majority Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, uh, were not informed of the raid, but the president uh, chose to notify Russia and Turkey instead. Uh, Joe Biden snubbed the president when he issued a congratulatory statement to the U.S. Special Forces, brave military personnel, and the U.S. intelligence community. Petty. Wow. Mm. They know about those raids. So he shared with foreign nations with what he Russia. was going to do, yeah. but Absolutely. not to the... Oh my God. He shared with his boys, Carla. <laughs> Russia and Turkey, okay? <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. I'm not surprised at, at any of this. Steve. Listen to me. The Republican Party is allowing him and has allowed him to do whatever he wants to do. He's broken laws. He's violated the the beloved and precious Constitution. Uh, He has no regard for the judicial system. He doesn't respond to subpoenas. He doesn't turn over any incriminating evidence. What? So what? He did a raid and he didn't tell Nancy Pelosi. You think he feels like he should? No. Mm. No, because no, he didn't. This dude, no, right. and he didn't. And, and, and guess what? Nothing is going to happen. Nothing. I'm so sick of politics yeah. right now, man. I really, really yeah, am. Yeah. I'm going to vote. I'm sick of politics. I'm voting. I'll never not vote. Because no, too many people died so I That's could go right. down here and pull a That's ballot. That's true. Yeah, you I'm vote. going to yes. vote. And I'm That's not going to vote for him. But I'll tell you what, though, man, it's just what we're allowing this man to do and get away with and co-sign on the Republican Party needs to be ashamed of themselves. Stop calling yourself uh, the party of morality because you are letting one of the most immoral and corrupt presidents exist and you co-sign for it. I'm done. I'm done. They had this young black, young group of uh, African-Americans at the White House just talking about how much Trump has done for black people. And I just kept screaming at the screen, name me one, because they kept saying he's done so much. Just name me one. They never said anything specific. 
No. Yeah. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to have some fun. It's time for Comedy Roulette with the guys, the comedians, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, if you missed it earlier, we got to say once again, congratulations to our very own Jay Anthony Brown. Yes, sir. Because this past Friday, guys, he received the key to his hometown, Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina. Congratulations, Jay. He did. He got it. Awesome. Junior, what kind of key was it? It's the key to the city, but it's the worst ceremony you want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. No, it was. Jay, though. Carla, between because him and George Jay, Wallace, though. it was it was the yeah. worst ceremony I've ever seen. <laughs> they talk about each other's mothers. They talk about each other's mothers in front of the mayor of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Shout the out to Mayor Benjamin Columbus. Yeah, it was. Jay, you did. You did. All right. It. Thank you. All right, so, all right, guys. Well, listen up. It's time for Comedy Roulette. Woo, woo, oh, woo. Take okay. it away, Jay. All right, here we are. Comedy Roulette. We take three subjects. We put those three subjects on a wheel. Then what we do is we spun the wheel. The wheel goes round and around and around and around and around where the wheel stops <laughs> because we are all comedians. We you can take do too the much damn, damn time. Yeah. You know that gets oh. on his nerves. All right, all right. spin the wheel. Let's go, cat. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, here we go. What is it? What it's stopped on things men say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. Oh. Let's oh. go fast. Oh. Yes, oh. I want to hear wow. that. Top 10 things men say when they what? They can't they close, can't the, deal close the, the deal in the bedroom. All right, here we go. Close the deal. Yeah. yeah. Close yeah. the deal. Like, get it done. You know, yeah, get done. it done. We're trying to yeah. close yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of. All right, here we go. Closer. Things yeah. men say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. You got too many pillows on this damn bed. I can't concentrate with all these damn pillows. That's a pillow count. Yeah. There's a pillow everywhere. Too, too many damn pillows. I can't do nothing with these pillows. Go ahead. Yeah. On. <laughs> love that one. Things men say when you can't close the deal in the bedroom. Uh-huh. So your baby gonna look at us the whole time. <laughs> so he's just gonna stand in the doorway looking at us the whole time. Doing it in front of the baby? He, he ain't going to bed no time. Baby don't need to be seeing this. Alright, things men say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. Look, if we wouldn't have ran out of batteries, we'd have been alright, okay? Alright, if we wouldn't have ran out of batteries, okay? You need some more batteries around this house. Energizer. Things men right. say when they can't close a deal in the bedroom. Well, uh, 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 I, I, I got a cramp. I got a cramp. <laughs> I, I, I got a cramp. <laughs> I got a cramp. You know I got a cramp. All right. <laughs> Things men say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Now, you know I'm on that medication. That ain't number that medication. Number that medication. Do to me. <laughs> that medication, girl. Yeah. <laughs> this just got real. Things men say when you can't close the deal in the bedroom. Why is your brother looking at us through the through the window? Why is he looking at us? I see him. He Whoa. see me. There's too many people looking. Yeah. There's too many people. I can't do nothing about this. Why are you looking at us? Things men say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. Look, 
I thought we was both racing to the end, okay? I just beat you there. That's all that was. Yeah. I beat you to the finish line. Now, yeah. you got to keep up. So, technically, you're the winner. I'm the winner. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Things uh, men say when they can't close a deal in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't do this. You, you, you know your mama don't like me. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> your mama do don't like you. <laughs> what? I, I can't do I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Your mama don't even like Okay. You know, like, I don't even feel right doing this. Uh, <laughs> things men right. say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's it's too bright in here. Can't nobody uh, uh, take all those damn lights. <laughs> Clap off. <laughs> <laughs> Good, take them home, man. big dog. Things men say when they can't close the deal in the bedroom. Hmm. This comforter is heavy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and there Get you have it. Some of this off of me. <laughs> Today's comedy roulette. I'm trying Thank to you guys. handle my business. This thick ass comforter. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I'm in love with my best friend's husband. Ooh. Mm. Put it out there, why don't you? Okay. Right. okay. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Mm. All right, I'm in love with my best friend's husband is today's subject. Uh, but right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Oh, uh, we're going through the Hall of Fame of pranks right now, Shirley. Uh-huh. This right here, ladies and gentlemen, Raymond. In the greatest closet. damn prank of all time <laughs> in the history of pranking. Steve's favorite. Bar none. The greatest. Shut your damn. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Bailey, who's there? This Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up. I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. 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 Veranda is my sister. Veranda brother? Yes. What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Somebody done broke in the house. They in the house right now. I'm in the Hold co- on, hold on, hold on. Man, I damn, I barely can hear What you saying? Somebody done what? Somebody done broke in the house. Well, why the hell you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the <laughs> house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. I'm, Hold I, on. Wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. What the you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't calling the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet and I'm trying to get somebody to... Hold on. Hold I, on. I, what? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to Man, do. you saying somebody in the house in, 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 in your damn house right now? I don't know what to do. Oh, this... Okay, where, where, where you live at? Where you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Because I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to call the laws. Nah. Wait, wait, you wait, know, wait, 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 wait. Man, you know what? What? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. You send your in a house. Somebody sitting up here finna kill you, and you talking about you don't want them arrested? We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Don't call. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Now, you saying, hold on. You saying don't call the damn laws. You have some what in the house? Don't call nobody because we, we got it. I got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't do it. Man, what the <sighs> you got in the house? 
man, you know what? This is bad, Doc. You know what? You send your ass up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now, you done set your ass up in the house. That's who in there now. That's, I guarantee you that. What you, what you got in there? I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. I just want you to help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call the Man, you need to let me call the damn law. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you can't get your mother in Don't do that. Don't call. Don't call. I'm gonna, but you know what, man? Don't I'm going to tell you that. I'm not going to go out there. You don't stay down there. I'm going to tell you now. I get called the law. Don't call. I get called the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Because I, I, it's too much illegal stuff in the house. Don't do don't it. Please. Don't do it. Don't call the police. Man, but I'm going to tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a thing because I ain't going to go down there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I can't. This fool's in a pretend don't even call a damn law. You know what, man? Look at here, Doc. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm go, I, I ain't going to go down there. I'm going to tell you right down there. You know what? Now, first thing I'm going to tell you now. Now, I ain't going to take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. You're going to get they your shit on they your don't, own. They Doc, don't. listen. Man, look. They don't, they don't. I can call 911. Hold on. Baby, look, go ahead and call them. Because you know what? You're going to get your killed out now. They don't know who you are. I just I bet, you. Man, you know what? And I ain't going to stay on the phone with your wait, so they can find out. Wait, you know wait, what? Wait, no offense, Doc. Listen, I can call a lot. I ain't getting in that. I ain't, man, you must be a damn fool. I ain't going to get in that one. So I'm going to tell you what you can do. Doc, I call the law. I'm going to have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you appreciate me later. Because you know what? You're going to get your monkey ass. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. Doc. I think they outside. I think. Man, you know what? This is some crazy Doc, you done set your Shh. up. Don't say nothing. I'm going to call your Shh. sister for one. Don't get no say She's sitting up there talking about not calling the damn law. Damn fool. You better keep your monk ass in that closet. I'm going to tell you right now, you're a damn fool. You walk out because I'm going to tell you now, they sure going to kill your stupid Man, you know what? I ain't going to lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you a damn I call the law. You finna go down. And I'm going to tell you now, I ain't going down with I don't know why you really even call me unless you want some help. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't going to jeopardize myself nor my damn family over your around here. The only thing I can do, I can help you out in one way. I can call the law. Now, my wife's got a cell phone. What you want me to do? Will you come get me? You must be a damn fool. I'm not. Hell no, I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look. Look. I can't get in that. And my wife and I already called the police. I'm going to tell you right now, they finna come. Can you, can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your damn mouth right now. Can you hear me? Shut up. They don't know when the hush. That's why they don't shoot the shit out of him. Don't peek out that damn door. Can I say something? Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by your man, boy. Y'all Wendell, dirty. you just got you, you just me? got pranked. Why y'all some dirty? <laughs> <laughs> I do damn well, man. Dog, you just got pranked by your boy Wendell, man. You... I'm sweating like hell sitting up in this damn house with drawers, old man. And you sit up here, want to play with... Man, look at here, boy. I'm sweating like hell. You... Why are you sweating? 
You was finna die because I damn sure no one's finna come down to the house. That's for sure. I know you weren't coming to the house. I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now. Man, I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm playing like hell sitting up in here, Doug. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with none other than nephew Tommy with his crazy. Blame it in the closet, baby. Classic. They ever have a Hall of Fame of pranks. That's it that right one. there, Jay. That one goes in there. That's it, it right there. Goes in. It's in there. Class. It's in there before they open it up. Shut your ass. Shut your ass. <laughs> All right. I got no dates. Only date I got is the first week in November. The nephew getting that rotator cuff fixed. That's what's happening. Surgery what? is How on is the that way. An announcement. Oh, no. You know, you just you know, I, I'm trying to. You know what? Because I'm trying not to be scared about it. That's what it is. Oh, I'll, so you're gonna put it out I'll, there? I'm trying to just put it out there uh -huh. and not be. I, I learned from. Uh, I hate I really hate to say uh, it. Uh -oh. He's supposed uh -oh. to be encouraging No, we're a team. I just hate to say what I got to say. Go ahead. Say it. As soon it. as I'm not on chemo no more, <laughs> here he come with something. <laughs> <laughs> he hates yeah. I'm, I'm trying to take your spotlight, Jay. Yeah. You got all that attention. He's trying to yeah. out-sick you, Jay. He, he out, he out uh -huh. in you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give me some of that sick, man. <laughs> Give me some of that sick, baby. I got the... Rotate a cup. I have no idea when it happened. I've what been putting it off for at least soon as I get off. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you hear this I was sick in you. <laughs> I didn't put it off for about four years. So I gotta get but dog, you play golf, off. though, man. How you play you, you golf? Know what, it, you know what it is, Junior? It's the mm. top of the mm. shoulder, and it's not the bottom of it. I promise you, y'all, it, it won't make sense, but... I can actually play golf. It don't hurt. Don't do nothing. I was going to say, are you in the But I can't game? lift my arm above my head. Oh. I'm trying to figure out how Go you ahead. swing in this golf club mm -hmm. without your arm going up that high. I don't know, that, huh? <laughs> that left arm is taking it up there. Because you're left-handed. Mm -hmm. I'm left. Yeah. I'm left. Yeah. Well, you know what, though, Tommy? You are left-handed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you swing mm -hmm. left-handed. Yeah, that club. That could be it. Right. Wow. It don't make no sense. The, 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 dog, I promise you, the right arm is just along for the ride. It's the left <laughs> that's doing all the work. <laughs> all right, listen. Uh, coming Man, up next, like I said, it's the strawberry letter. <laughs> we'll get into it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. When That's you for you, Jay. That's it. for you. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, I'm in love with my best friend's husband. All right? I know. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in a crazy love triangle, and I met my man through his wife. She was supposed to be my best friend, but we always argued over stupid stuff and uh, then finally had a big blowout and stopped talking. The entire time, our other friends tried to get us to be friends again, but nothing worked. I ran into my best friend's husband one day, and he told me that it's best to end the friendship because his wife never really liked me to begin with. I thought right. he 
was being messy, but I wanted to hear more. So we exchanged numbers and started talking on the phone. Apparently, his wife had been talking about me for years behind my back. He never stopped calling me, and the calls turned into dinner dates. I guess I was a bit naive because I didn't think he was starting I, I didn't think he was starting to like me. Then he started texting me nude pictures of himself and sent texts saying he was falling for me. Damn. We started having video chats while we were both nude, and that eventually led to sex. Yes. The sex with him was amazing, and we kept it going for a while. A few months into our affair, we had a huge disagreement, and he said some very nasty things to me. Mm. I wanted to hurt him back, so I sent his nude pictures to his wife. What the hell? I just knew that would be God. it. God, hold up, shit. What the hell? Slow uh-huh. down. Uh-huh. Yeah, Take a beat. Yeah, right. Shirley, all you right. got you can't just blow all through right. that. All right, all you right. You don't all have right. to repeat it, just taking a breath. Breathe. Put a minute in here. All right, not go here. All right, I wanted to hurt him back, so I sent his nude pictures to his wife. I just knew that would be it. But no, he came right back to me after he dealt with his wife and all of that drama. He called and apologized to me, so now we're back together. Every time we have a fight, he says nasty things to me. But we always end up having sex, and then it's all fine again. I'm trying to get out of this madness, but now I'm in love. No matter what I do to him, he won't leave me alone. I want to trade him in and get my friend back. I am hoping that she can forgive me. Do you think it's possible to repair our friendship? Please advise. No. Okay. Absolutely <laughs> not. Sure. Hell no. Yeah. Hell to the no, no. Are you kidding me right now? Uh, she's not going to take you back after you've been sleeping with her husband. Come on. Uh, they don't do that anywhere. Okay. Anywhere. Uh, and, and you're being stupid here. I, I mean, why are you still fooling with this man? You you don't like it when you break up and he says nasty things to you. You don't like that at all, but you keep taking him back. You keep having sex with him. Now you think you're in love with this man. I don't care if they broke up, if they separated, if they divorced, whatever. You don't circle back and get with your best friends or your so-called best friend's husband and then think she's going to take you. That's not how this works. That's not how life works. You broke all kinds of girlfriend codes with this, all kinds of everything. You are wrong. Uh, so wrong for messing with him in the first place, uh, especially since he's treating you like this and you're allowing him. Uh, no, you, this is never going to work out between you and the girlfriend ever. The best thing for you to do is to leave this man alone, get your own man, or just be by yourself for a minute. This, this is just craziness here. You're right you're in a crazy love triangle. Just, you know, get out of it as soon as you can. Steve? You know what I've discovered through these years of strawberry letters? Crazy-ass letters is written by crazy-ass people. Yeah. And this crazy letter was written by a specially crazy person. (laughs) Just after all this right here, do you... I want to trade him in and get my friend back. What friend? Yeah. What, what... Matter of fact, let's start with the subject. I'm in love with my best friend's husband. I'm in a... I'm in a triangle. I met my man through his wife. Here's the opening line. She was supposed to be my best friend. But we all got over stupid stuff, blown out that entire time. Other friends tried to get us free friends, and nothing worked out. 
Then, after all of that, you all go over stupid stuff, big blow up, y'all stop talking, other friends try to be, make y'all friends again, nothing worked. Then guess what you did? I ran into my best friend's husband one day. Why do you keep calling her your best friend? <laughs> why why is you keep throwing that term out there? This, I ain't heard nothing friendly yet. Nothing. And then his, now here go, this is the game. See, now, now I'm finna put you women on game. He calls you one day, uh, 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 I ran into my best friend's husband. He told me that it's best to end the friendship cause his wife never really liked me to begin with. Mm. That was a setup. Right. That was a setup. Let me throw you off the course of trying to be her friend. And let me start putting you on another course. That's the setup. So now he set you up with, she never liked you in the first place. You thought he was being messy, but you wanted to hear more. So y'all exchanged numbers and started talking on the phone. And guess what? Apparently his wife had been talking about me for years behind my back. He never stopped calling me in the call, turned into dinner date. You know what he was doing now if he set you up? He was there to comfort you. Boy, men, I, sometimes, man, I have to really clap for dudes because the, the game they got, it and it works. It, it sadly works because this ain't nothing but game. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to create a situation for you that I can comfort you through. Hang on. Part two of Steve's response is coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, I'm in love with my best friend's husband. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. I'm in love with my best friend's husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, you're lying. This ain't your best friend. And you in love with her husband. How's she your best friend? What? You trifling. You 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 got a trifling side to you that you don't want to mention in this letter, but it's all throughout the letter. You started talking with him. First, he lied to you, told your best friend never liked you in the first place, created a scenario that he could now comfort you through. Now y'all talking on the phone, then y'all went out to dinner. Then he, he started liking you, and all of a sudden, then he started texting you nude photos. What? Yeah. I didn't think he was starting to like me. Then he started texting me nude pictures of himself, and he sent texts saying he was falling for me. Now, just next thing I knew, it don't even say that. That's normally where they put in that line. Next thing I knew, that's where they normally put that, but she didn't even put that. Started texting me new pictures of herself, sent text saying he was falling for me. We started having video chats while we were both new. Now, first of all, don't, don't try to talk to us like we stupid. We started having video chats while we was new. And what was these chats about? This is phone sex, is what this is. That's what that is, man. Hey, ain't no, we just sitting up here talking naked. So what you do at work today? I don't give a damn what you did at work today. If you naked, naked. what do I care about your job? <laughs> we started having video chats and all that, and that eventually led to sex. The sex with him was amazing, and we kept it going for a while. A few months into our affair, we had a huge disagreement, and he said some really nasty things to me, and I wanted to hurt him back. So I sent his new pictures to his wife. Mm. See, let me explain something to you. Mm. Jay is this hard. was not you trying to hurt him. <laughs> you wanted everybody to hurt. Yeah. You yeah. did this to hurt this woman. Right. 
he was just the bait you used to get back at her. Oh, since you talking to me crazy, let me show you what I've been doing, best friend. That's what your funky tail did. Now, that ain't in your letter, but that's what you did. So I wanted to hurt him back, so I texted new pictures to his wife. I just knew that would be it. You just knew that would be it what? See, what she trying to say was that would be the end of him and her. No, what you really meant was you just knew that would be it between them two. But you got it placed in the letter like that would be it for, you know, him calling you. But no, he came right back to me. See, you wasn't trying to get rid of him for you. You thought you was going to get rid of them. Them. Because it's all about you. He came right back to me after he dealt with his wife and all that drama. He called and apologized to me. So now we back together. Every time we have a fight, he say nasty things to me. He like nasty sex. You don't understand that? It's people do that. I'm going to talk nasty to you, say trifling stuff. Then it's a game. Now I'm going to see if I can get you back. And he keep getting you back. It's dudes that like that. You don't see that? Yeah. Every time we have a fight, he say nasty things to me. But we always end up having sex. And then it's all fine again. You don't see the game? I'm trying to get out of this madness. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. But now I'm in love. Uh, that's not true either. No matter what I do to him, he won't leave me alone. Where's love in this letter you keep talking about? First of all, where's the best friend at? Where is the best sex that's always attached to a nasty? And I ain't not saying that nasty ain't good. I'm just saying Thank you. Just, you just said. <laughs> That's why Jay's breathing all hard. I'm just saying. <laughs> so much. But now I'm in love. And no matter what I do to him, now you're doing stuff to him. Hell, you know, I already sent a naked ass picture to his wife. What else you finna do? Mm. I can't think of nothing else you could do. He won't leave me alone. I want to trade him in and get my friend back. Uh, have you lost your rabbit ass mind? I think, I think she has, Steve. The hell? Yes. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Are you, 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 you? You go from dumb to ignorant to flat out stupid. I want to trade him in and get my friend. Am I hoping? I am hoping that she can forgive you. Forgive you? Forgive you for what? Do you think it's possible to repair our friendship? Please advise. You stupid. You Ain't nobody repairing your friendship. You finna mess your ass around and get stabbed. What you what what you finna do? Don't go over this woman's house. Listen to me. Your ass at your house somewhere. Don't you yeah. go over this woman's house. Tell me no, I'm sorry. Don't text Don't do her, it. I'm sorry. Don't send no mm-hmm. pictures about nothing. Don't do nothing. Stay away from this woman. You are done. You can't keep doing wrong things and expect to get a right result. This not fitting to be your man. She not fitting to be your friend. You not fitting to get no man of your own. Your ass wrong like two left shoes, but then you want to look like you got on socks. This ain't how life works, sister. Please advise. Do you think I can repair our friendship? You didn't want a friendship. Y'all couldn't talk it through, so you screwed her husband. Ain't no woman finna be your friend after this. No woman. You can't get a woman from no culture to be your buddy after this. You can't get a woman of no race to be your friend after this. This it. Now, you're going to mess around and get killed. <laughs> with, a, with a T. With a T on it. Killed. Killed. 
and, and as my Period. boy said, and then she kilted him. Uh, <laughs> all right, Steve, listen, thank you. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, we will see what our president is up to. <laughs> we'll talk about it right after Ooh. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so our dear president, President Donald J. Trump, uh, went to the World Series, Game 5 of Your the World Series. He was there. Mine. Did they show him love? Well, uh, let's just say after the third inning, uh-huh. uh, you know, normally when they give love to the veterans and things like that, mm-hmm. the crowd mm-hmm. started chanting, lock him up. No. <laughs> Take a listen. What? Take a listen. That's a wow. lot of white people so, saying that. Sound though. familiar? <laughs> but all, but all he heard was, they love me. They love me. No, they love me. No, 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 no. Trust me, he didn't hear that at all. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. he normally waits and only goes in front of large crowds when he's picked and chosen them at Trump rallies. Mm-hmm. Now you've came to a large unsolicited crowd. Thank you. And you've gotten the viewpoint of what a lot of people really feel about you. This ain't a Trump rally nowhere. Right. Where they all right. got on mega hats and That's everything. That's so true, Steve. No. Yeah. This was just an unsolicited group of people. And here yep. you come. And just so happens to be, it's right down the street from where you work. <laughs> 1600. <laughs> Five minute Instagram, drive. By the way. Five minute drive. So there that's was... an amazing thing that happened to him. And I'm, yeah. I was, has any, I'm, I'm just waiting what, to see if Steve? he tweets about this. Huh. Oh, yeah. I would, uh, uh, you know he's going to tweet about it. He tweets about everything. Yeah. You know he's going to tweet he, about it. I know what he's going to say, Steve. They were talking about Lindsey Graham because Lindsey Graham was with him. He wasn't. They weren't talking about him. Uh, <laughs> no. It was either that or Felicity Huffman. They go for that. Mm-hmm. Well, she's free, so yeah, she's, she's out now after eleven days, right? <laughs> yeah. She got out early, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah. Days. Wow. I don't she care. Do I don't even care. Then 13 yeah. now. I don't even care. Back, back don't to care, lock huh? him up. What you mean you don't care? Back to lock him up. Let's, back to let's, that dog. Let's hear that again. <laughs> Give it to me one more time. That's 2,000 people at least uh-huh. saying that. That's everybody between. Yeah. That's everybody behind first and third base. We know that. Oh, my God. That's everybody the World back Series, that. yeah. Can yeah, we hear one more shake time? Him. Just one more time? That had to shake him a bit. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> They should have said. Uh, I've been in the theaters and arenas. Uh, that. Uh-huh. How many is that, dog? That is about twelve to 15,000 people. Yeah. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, President Trump was busy this weekend. He also visited historically black college, Benedict College, uh, in your hometown, Jay, so- Columbia, Columbia, South, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. It was not we'll pretty. Ta- no, it wasn't. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
right, so President Trump delivered a speech about criminal justice to a room full of political allies at uh, the historically black Benedict College that's in Jay's hometown, Columbia, Columbia South, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina, on yeah. Street, yes. Yeah, most students were reportedly, though, asked to stay in their dorms. They were on lockdown. That's soon. what all the traffic was. Yeah, they locked the Duh. students down. I can't they get to my hotel them. last weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, they're yeah. saying it was for or for safety. It was part of their safety plan. Uh, the school made in conjunction with the Secret Service that the classes were canceled and the students were asked to stay in their dorms. Uh-uh. Classes so, were canceled. No, no, that's not true. Students stay that in the same dorm. That's Why not would what you invite? Did. Go ahead, Jay. What they did was they bust in 100 black Republicans to sit in the audience. They allowed only 7 to maybe 10 or 15 students from the campus wow. to attend. Yeah. Trump's rally. And they so fronted it. It was 10, Jay. Only was seven 10, showed yeah. up. And they were very upset. The students of the campus were very upset. And the president, now a lot of people are mad at the president for allowing Trump to come over there and just set up the audience that he wanted to speak on a black campus because they're really not happy with him. They wouldn't have been that happy with him. They would have booed his ass again. So, you know. <laughs> That's yeah, the campus was and closed. The, the, the streets were were closed. They were shut right. down. All vehicle traffic was shut down from 1:30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Faculty, staff, and students who were on campus well, were asked to stay inside. Well, but if anyone, know, I mean, you know, you have to ask the question: mm-hmm. Why would they even okay this man coming to this campus? Yeah. Who you, thought that would be a good idea to allow Donald Trump to come? to an all-black university and then forbid the students from going there. Yeah. It's all for posturing. Is that money-driven? It's got to be something. It's got to be it's money. It's to give him a good look at a black college. Absolutely. Right, right. to right. say that he's doing things for yeah. black right. right. and things like that. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. if it would have yeah. been them students, it would have been a different chant from the it world It would have been theory. a different chant, right. Oh, that chant would have been, lock his ass up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, and in his speech, check this out, guys. Trump spoke about the need for criminal justice reform and also mocked the Obama administration and said that the Trump administration has made more progress for African Americans uh, than in the history of our country. Stop it. What? <laughs> yeah, he said that. Well, when what you have uh, this is according Republicans to a... in the audience agreeing with every damn thing you say, it sounds yeah. like the black schools and the black HBCUs are, are, are with you. They, right. And they're not. They're just not. No. It's well, just I mean, not right to do. It's not right to I, do, I, I, I think this president, the, the student body's got to be upset with the president for allowing this. You know, I just don't understand. I think if they're upset with the president of university, they have every right to be because some, this is nothing but posturing of the Republican Party. We're going to go to a historical black college when, for what? Uh, it's not a college. I'm pretty sure that you have a lot of popularity, but then you bust in 100 black Republicans, so it'll mm-hmm. still look like mm-hmm. a black college. Right. Excuse me. Okay. But now I know why this guy was on my plane when I left Columbia with mm-hmm. this with this hat on. Now it all makes sense no, no, to no, me. No. Tommy, was he black? Yes. Tommy. Yeah. Yes. Five wow. Republicans was on my my plate. I'm talking about black with the mega hat on. Yeah, you black. in a hundred yes. black Republicans, black. and you keep the students that attend the school from attending the rally. That is just 
It's, well, it's, I mean, not without protests, of course. Protests yeah. formed outside the auditorium as the president delivered a speech on Friday. You cannot so. tell me they did not give this school some money. That's what this has to be. No, you can't they tell got me. a check. They got yeah, a check. Well, then there it is, then. He's got a check. Of course, you got to pay for the building. Right. All of this stuff right here. And if we're going to cancel classes, we got to give you a check. And you're talking about a man who's gone against Pale Branch. Come on now. Really? Yeah. You got him yeah. at the school. Yes. And, all right. <sighs> all right. Uh, we'll have more. Some sad news out of Detroit uh, coming up after this at 20 minutes after the hour. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Really sad news out of Detroit. One of the longest-serving members of Congress and civil rights icon, uh, U.S. Representative John Conyers, has passed away. Oh, uh, this is according oh, to the De- no. yeah the Detroit Free Press. Uh, Congressman Conyers co-founded the Congressional Black Caucus, and he led the fight in Congress to enshrine Reverend Martin Luther King's birthday as a national holiday. Mr. Conyers' tenure was over 50 years, and it was remarkable. Uh, He compiled a record legacy of civil rights activism, longevity, and advocacy for the poor and underprivileged. And our thoughts and, of course, our prayers are with his wife, Monica Conyers, and their two sons, and the Conyers family, and the entire city of Detroit. This is definitely going to be uh, Hmm. felt across the city. Really, really, really was a a great Mm -hmm. brother, man. Really was a great man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Last week we lost Michigan. Elijah Cummings. Oh, How old was I know this guy. Huh? How old was it? Representative Conyers. Steve. Yeah. He was 90. I just yes. pulled his picture up. I was trying to make sure. Yeah. Was yes, sir. What a life, yeah. though. What a Yeah, what, what a great life. A, a, a life of service, you know, a life of service. Mm-hmm. And he did some remarkable things in civil rights and, you know, the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, as I mentioned. Just... You know, just a life of service, one that we wish we, you know, all can strive to do in our lifetime. Just serve. True. Yeah. Uh, but um, Absolutely. Anyway, okay, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. Some trending news at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Kanye West, Jesus is King, is his ninth studio album, which is now number one on the Billboard wow. 200 charts. Congratulations. Kanye's Jesus is King yeah. tracks include Closed on Sunday, inspired by Chick-fil-A, uh, being closed on Sundays. Uh, other songs include Use the Gospel, Jesus is Lord, and Water. And of course, uh, no, there is no profanity on this album. Kanye also held a spiritual concert Sunday at the Forum in L.A. where he, his choir, and even Kenny G were in the building performing. Kenny G? Yes. Wow. Also, check this out. Pastor Joel Olstein has invited Kanye to Lakewood Church in Houston. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's major right. right there. It's a mega church. It welcomes as many as 50,000 people per week with an estimated 10 million people tuning in live wow. uh, on, on live streams at home. According to People Magazine, Kanye wants to it. learn how other churches do things. He wants to spend time with other Christian leaders. He's open for tips and guidance. Kanye has an open invitation to Lakewood Church. God is doing something with this boy right now. Yeah, and we'll go he really yeah, he is. into his schedule. God yeah, doing is. something with him, man. He just, He's he a going changed man. Too. He really is. Music ministry. Amen. Don't talk 
politics when you go to the church. Yes, yeah, put that gospel. hat on no damn more. We good yeah. with you. You don't put that hat on. That's no. just me, though. It's just me. No, it's everybody. No, it's all yeah. of us. <laughs> no, we mean that. Just singing a gospel song and that's call it a day. You know, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> doing a good job. Doing a good job. Yeah. I think I think I think it's absolutely great what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I really do. Really, really do. God don't work inside no box, man. It don't happen. It's different. Well, the problem with Christians is the one that's dogging him and mad at him and talking mm-hmm. about his politics and his religion. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, it's it's Republican Christian. The person can be a Republican and be a Christian. The person don't have to agree with you to be a Christian. You know, it's look, man, it's it's Christians in every walk and facet of life. It's it's Christians sitting in prison right now. Hmm. It's hmm. some really really good people sitting in prison. People 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 don't like to hear that. If they were so good, why they in prison? All right, slow down, partner. Slow down. Slow down. You ain't that great now. Easy to throw rocks when you outside, ain't it? <laughs> a lot of good people make bad mistakes. And it just take one. That's all, man. That's You're absolutely yeah. right, Steve. I've made three. Yeah. What? You're talking about his marriage is now. Way more than three. I'm not going to let you say three. <laughs> <laughs> Number low. <laughs> <laughs> So you know wow. that's, where, that's where the Rockets used to play that church. That's what oh, that's yes. what was, that oh, used yeah, to be Lakewood. the summit. Oh, like the forum mm-hmm. in yeah. LA. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. where he was yesterday. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten thousand yeah, three services. Yes, ten thousand three services on Sunday. I mean, yeah. they got some people coming through there. Yeah, yeah. it'd be some people coming in there, man. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, and of course, it's the last break of the day. And, of course, some closing (laughs) remarks from the one and only (laughs) Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. It's it's been a good day. It's been a real good day. day. It's been a good day. It's been Monty. I like when the gang's all here, when all of us are together. Yeah. Yeah, so much going on. Uh, Lock so him up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> Lock his ass up. <laughs> Steve, I know you have some inspiring words to leave us with yeah, today. You know, I got up yesterday and um, I was about to do my morning meditation and something told me to just turn the TV on and look for Joel Osteen. I mean, I didn't turn the TV on because that's my meditational time. So I turned it on and I thumbed through and I found Joel Osteen right at eight o'clock out in LA. It was right at the exact moment. And uh, I was there in time for the joke that he does and the little funny thing he starts off his service. And I was listening, he was talking about something, man, that really struck a chord with me. And I think has affected all of us at one point in time in our life. And, um, I wanted to share it with you, man, because it was so helpful to me. He was talking about bitterness. He was talking about not allowing bitterness to take hold in your life. He said the problem with bitterness is uh, that the longer you hold on to it, the harder it is to get rid of. And what the basic thing in his sermon was, and I'm just paraphrasing everything, He was asking everybody, instead of holding on to bitterness, you've got to learn to ask God to help you forgive more quickly. 
you've got to start asking God to help you let it go. Because if you don't, it just it just attaches itself to you. And bitterness shows up everywhere. It's a funny thing, man. Because I was thinking, I said, man, I'm not really a bitter person. This ain't for me. But, oh, man, as I listened, he was talking about, because bitterness shows up everywhere. You ever been angry because a deal didn't go down? You ever been angry or got upset about a contract and it kind of bugged you for a while? You ever been, you ever see a coworker and they just kind of rub you the wrong way? You know, maybe they fronted you in front of others. You got to remember something about a bitterness, man. Bitterness is 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 it's a root. R O O T. Bitterness is a root. You can't see roots cuz roots are underground. But roots anchor the tree and the bush. And 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 the roots are under the ground and bitter roots make bitter fruit. If a, if a tree has bitter roots, it's going to produce bitter fruit. So what he was saying the whole time yesterday was don't let mishaps and grudges take root. Don't allow these stuffs to take root because you won't, you won't even be able to see it. It'll just be underground gathering strength and holding you down. And, and, and the roots, the root feeds a tree. The root feeds the bush. And if you got bad roots down there, bitter roots don't feed, don't feed the tree good nutrients. Bitter, bitter roots destroy. So when you're starting to feel some type of resentment, you're holding a grudge. Maybe he left you. Maybe, maybe you got, they told you they loved you and it turned out they didn't. Maybe you got stuck with the baby. Maybe your kids just won't act right. Maybe you just can't get past what your sibling did to you a long time ago. Maybe your mama ain't been a good mother to you. Maybe your father walked out. Maybe you just can't seem to get a break so you become bitter. You got to ask God to help you let that go, man. You got to ask God for some help, man. You got to ask God to help remove the resentment, help remove the hatred, help get rid of the jealousy, help you start feeling like, oh, so what they treated you unfair. You got to get rid of that, man. You can't keep holding on to the wrong things. You contaminating your roots and your roots is contaminating your tree. When you hang on to that jealousy or resentment to another person, you're not hurting that other person. You're hurting your tree. Your roots is feeding you the wrong types of nutrients. See, the problem with bitterness is it takes you away from God who, cre- who God created you to be. God created all of us in his image, all of us. He created us for greatness. He created us to be dreamers. He created us to be social people who help others. Who, who helped the less fortunate, created us to be powerful. God made us to be joyous, to be creative, to be strong. That's who you were born to be. But when you get become bitter, you start renaming yourself. So now you're not this strong, courageous, powerful, joyous, creative person anymore. Now, because you're this, I'm broken. 
They broke my heart. I can't get over it. I lost my mama. I'll never be the same. This man left me all men are dogs. I'm bitter. I'm lost. No, man, that's not your name. You got to reclaim the name. You were created in God's image. Now, don't let bitterness, don't let your breakup, your divorce, your bad childhood, your lost business, your bad parents, don't let none of them rob you of your destiny. Get rid of the bitterness. It's spoiling your roots and it's spoiling the fruit from the tree. Those are my closing remarks. That's what I learned. I just wanted to share it. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 